0: on podcast network what was your like did you have a boy band history
1: um not really i mean like i listened to them um when i was like
0: okay so who was your band
1: uh in sync
0: but you were, like you were an in sync girl
1: well what it was was that uh what was it
0: called s- sinkies innies
1: it was that somebody bought me cassette tapes of in and britney spears I don't know for maybe my birthday or something like that. I don't even remember like
0: it's probably Bastille day.
1: I don't know. It wasn't even my parents, it was like a, a stranger on the bus. A relative or mm-hmm. something. I don't remember how I got them. I just remember possessing them. But so I had I had the the first
0: Britney Spears. I don't remember how I got them. I just remember possessing yeah. them. Yeah. It's a very ominous phrase.
1: Well. Um I like it.
0: And that's good.
1: So, those were the two cassettes I had. So those were two cassettes I listened to. Sure. I didn't go to any concerts. I do remember watching making the band, the boy band. I think was O Town, right?
0: I think that's right. That yeah. sounds right to me. Yeah, that yeah. era, okay. the era that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, 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 it was Beatles or Elvis, yeah, and Sync or Backstreet Boys. Yeah, were were uh, all your friends similarly in Sync fans or? Aaron
1: Carter was in a band called Dream Street. Yes, that's true. Uh, which they had a a CD from and which uh, we used to put on for laughs because one of them, we couldn't figure out which one, would sometimes mispronounce stuff while he was singing and was also mixed very high on the the track. Okay. So they had a song called Gotta Get the Girl, except that it sounded like he was singing Gotta Get the Goo. (laughs) And that was something that we were like low-key obsessed with for a while.
0: I mean, how could you not be? That's great. He so. had a, yeah soft R I had a I had a cousin who you know when he was like learning to talk yeah they're doing the who's that what's that name everything like mm-hmm. you're learning words you know but I was Hanu, and they're going to Hunter and he's looking at them like it's fucking what I said I hate them all but I just can't stop.
1: Well, no, so I think it was that, like, maybe Dream Street, like, not all of them were strong vocalists, so sure. they were like, oh, we gotta right. mix some real high to, to hide some of the seams, but also, we did 37 takes and we just couldn't do it anymore. Like... Right,
0: uh, yeah, how <laughs> produced a product is this? Right. It was in sync, right? They were all from the Mouse House? The... Oh, I
1: don't know if it was all of them, but honestly, like, a lot of the boy bands and stuff of the time were very engineered.
0: That's yeah. that's always been a thing. Like um, no I, there's no garage boy bands cuz yeah that's like the that's like the farm team. It's like playing for the Phantoms and then hoping one day to get pulled up to the Flyers. Right. Like,
1: well, and we're still doing it with like oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hannah Montana and uh oh, Hannah Montana's um, fictional character. Well, okay, Miley Cyrus yes. starring with Hannah Montana and yeah. uh, Selena Gomez was well, Disney Channel.
0: Semi relatedly to this. Yeah. Um not that long ago we were doing shit so we just put on that playlist on YouTube of 2000s TV show themes. Yeah that was an era where I guess I didn't watch that much TV or mm-hmm. I was probably watching old TV from the 70s. Yeah. That's my vibe. So yeah. I was like, I Disney know Channel,
1: this. tired. Mm-hmm. Ancient episodes of the Mary Tyler Moore show, wired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, I know the fucking, I know the theme song. I know the difference between Bob Newhart and the Bob Newhart show. Those are three different shows, all starring comedian, actor, Bob Newhart. I also know, I know many theme songs. Yeah. I know all the words to the taxi theme song. There are none. <laughs>
1: And yeah, in all I other know all the words the Tick theme song. da dwee da da It's
0: a great, it's a great theme song. One of the best underappreciated theme songs. But, off off topic. So Sorry. Yeah, but this 2000 theme song thing, I was like, don't know this show, don't know this song. and But it was always like, some girl starring Ariana Grande as Gertie or whatever, and the show's called Gertie. And then there's somebody singing the theme song where it's like, I'm fucking cool and I go to school and nobody gonna tell me how to live my life or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this has got to be her singing it, right? This is how, like, all these kids' careers got started is, like, we want to prepackage them. Mm-hmm. Give them a show. Make them, like, fun, cool, cutesy little rebel kids, weirdos, outsiders. They'll sing the theme song. We'll put out an album. It's a whole fucking day. And I was like, oh, okay. I never really put together. I knew a lot of actors came from the Disney channel, but I just assumed it was, like, the TV to film pipeline, which happens all the time anyway, you know? Yeah. I didn't realize it was like, oh, a lot of these kids are being, like, actually prepackaged to do the whole nine. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That does make sense. I never really thought about it. My boy band, I guess, if I had to, if I had to pick, because uh, I'm old... So mm-hmm. mine was the New Kids on the Block.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a I had a New throwback. Kids on the Block yeah. cassettes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was like my first. That was like, uh, I was I was, in like the first grade, like a big New Kids on the Block fan. I, I don't know how I got the tape, but I definitely had a tape. Mm-hmm. I think I might have had a lunchbox, but that was probably because I had the tape.
1: Uh, I had an X-Men lunchbox. I also had an X-Men first lunchbox. First and second grade, yeah.
0: Um, and then in college, I just had a thermos full of very strong coffee that everyone assumed had booze in it because of my personality <laughs> but if I had to come down uh, on the on the great Backstreet Boys or NSYNC debate uh I liked the Backstreet Boys because their Backstreet's back video was spooky yeah and I was like oh I like this yeah I think it's AJ is the Phantom of the Opera one don't hold uh, me to that but it might be right
1: yeah relevant to this I enjoy uh boy band uh you know faux boy bands in media and stuff a lot that's always really fun so like Bob's Burgers has uh the uh boys, for, boys now. for now yeah Yeah, there was another group that showed up on big mouth for an episode
0: okay that
1: i forget the name of
0: what do you like about them
1: it's got a very specific nostalgia usually when it shows up it's oh, okay. um it's for a musical element so it's usually pretty fun right um, it's an excuse
0: i mean for a show to do a musical number
1: yeah um i mean josie and the pussycats has the whole movie. uh was it du jour
0: mm-hmm. is
1: the, the sure boy is. band yeah
0: sure is du jour <laughs> that movie fucking rules yeah i only saw that movie like a few years ago <laughs> It's great. Yeah. I can't believe how good that movie is.
1: I was nervous because I remembered really enjoying it. And I'm like, okay, did I really enjoy it because I was like 14? Or did I really enjoy it because it's actually good? And turns out it could be both, but it's definitely actually good.
0: Yeah, it slaps. Uh,
1: I actually had the Josie and the Pussycats, um, like, uh, a soundtrack. Really? Yeah, in high school. Nice. yeah i was very into that because yeah. they actually wrote pretty good songs that were yeah poppy and still fun and you know yeah songs are great
0: yeah. movies really good yes not enough du jour honestly
1: no yeah on the on the soundtrack it's got the full length of i think two or maybe three songs that they did for them yeah yeah, yeah. so you do get a bit more of them on yes the soundtrack.
0: somebody i don't remember who now but One of the like boutique vinyl labels like two or three years ago did the Josie and the Pussycats and it came with the du jour single like so it had like you know three tracks on it or whatever awesome and I was like oh this is great yeah perfect
1: we're not talking about Josie and the Pussycats we're talking about 2022's Turning Red that's right hello excellent humans and welcome to another Hate Watch Great Watch podcast I'm your host Allison Yucoulis with me as always
0: Hunter Bush co-host and annoying guy
1: you're, oh my god.
0: No, no, like, professionally. <laughs> Once they start paying me. Yeah. I'd be in it. It being the money.
1: Hire you instead of James Corden.
0: Yeah. Look, I'm also fat. I'm also really annoying. And, uh, all right, I do have shame. Mm-hmm. So there is that. But I can do a terrible British accent, too. I know his is legit, but I can fake it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't sound good. Now we've shame. Oh, no, I've got shame now. Can you believe it? I will to drive around, sing karaoke in a car, debase myself in front of people. <laughs> do you like me yet please please like me i'll dress up as a stupid fucking cartoon character stand around an intersection and stop you driving on your way to work please like me hello anybody my career it's going down the toilet i mean the loo <laughs> do not like that guy i know there's very few people i dislike that hard who have done nothing as far as i know james corden is just like kind of an asshole yeah but he's not a monster he's right. just an asshole what was this he was, he was rude to like people at a restaurant. Restaurants and yeah. shit, and he got blacklisted, and then he threw a hissy fit about getting blacklisted from it. Yeah. Him. Like, they were like, no more James Corden, and he was like, how dare they? Yeah. You fu- I mean, good for them. Fuck you. Also, like, what city is it in where that's the only restaurant, dude? <laughs> you yeah. fuck? What city do you ever fucking go to with one restaurant? No, you probably vacillate between New York and L.A., and I guess maybe London, unless you're also kicked out of there. They were like, he's too annoying even for us. Get on a plane, me ducky, and never come (laughs) back. Go to America. (laughs) Ruin that country.
1: I don't think we need his help. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, the world's in the toilet. Yeah, I know. Which ties into the theme of of the... No, sorry. It ties into discussing this film. The same problems that we have on a global scale we have interpersonally as humans, and that led to a lot of people flipping the fuck out about this movie. It's corrupting influence on children and, and speculating that it's it's impossible to empathize with how come the, the character is female and Asian and Canadian and... All this nonsense. Mm -hmm. Did you just watch the movie? Did you just watch it? Or did you like see that it was about a tween-age Asian-Canadian girl and you flipped shit? And then you're like, it's called Turning Red, it's about her period? And that was a whole other fucking discussion. That's not even accurate.
1: I think the other thing, too, is that it was like something on the Disney uh, streaming service for kids. And people aren't vetting what they're letting their kids watch with the same specificity as they're vetting what they watch. Because it would, I guess, take away from the time that they're spending what they watch. I don't think that there's anything inherently objectionable in this. It is... There's not. It's,
0: I'll tell you right now It's PG,
1: not. not G, which I think is appropriate.
0: The discourse around this movie was fucking insane. Before yeah. the movie came out, people were up in arms, mm-hmm. talking about boycotts. That's everybody's reaction everything is to boycott. And, you know, whatever, whatever. And That's not even getting into the whole, like... Because we, like, literally can't wrap our heads around, like, talking about periods and mm-hmm. being like, yes... That's a thing that happens to, like, statistically half of the world. Yeah. But we can't discuss it. Yeah. Like, I I don't, it's it's not even, a th- I, I know it's tied to, like, puberty and therefore opens the whole floodgate about talking about puberty and sexuality, but you don't actually have to do that. No. You can just talk about it as a biological fact and not talk about the, uh, or you can just say, oh, it's hormones. A thing that happens in your body as you get older is your body releases hormones and then this happens.
1: Yeah. My school had a very comprehensive sex education program. I yeah, I went to public school and we had sex ed as a unit in health class from fifth through twelfth grade. And the way that they were tackling it was that, yeah, we'd, I think, spend like three weeks on sex ed. What we were learning in fifth grade was wildly different than what we'd be learning in seventh grade yeah. or in tenth grade I should or in fourth grade.
0: I went to a Quaker school. Oh, OK. Until the sixth grade. hmm And then for seventh and eighth grade, I went to a public school. And that's when we started getting sex education. There was no sex education in my Quaker school. Yeah, seventh and eighth grade. And it was very bad.
1: I did appreciate that, like, we covered a lot of stuff that doesn't usually get talked about. And that included, like, yeah, these are the hormonal changes your body's going to go through. And, you know, this is natural. And you're going to have to start thinking about deodorant and, you know. Right shaving if that's what you feel like doing right you know regular showers applying deodorant yes right like that kind of stuff which like yeah if you do not tell kids to do that they're not going to fucking do it no they don't understand unless you're like actually giving you know real suggestion and
0: right so people yeah i know before this movie came out were like what is it it's about periods well now i'm furious i just don't i don't get it i don't get why you wouldn't be like oh boy finally they made like Putting aside that this movie is not about periods.
1: No, it's not. That's mentioned, but it's a very small facet of what we're doing here. Right.
0: This The movie, we'll get to it, but it's a larger, more complicated metaphor. Yeah. That covers a lot more ground that way. Yeah. Because it's not a hyper-specific fucking one-to-one ratio. Right. Yeah, wouldn't you be like, oh, boy, it's so great. They made, like, a really cute, well-animated, like, budgeted, mm-hmm. full feature-length film to help preteen girls, like, deal with the facts of life. Yeah. Wow, isn't that great?
1: Honestly, I'd, I'd argue that this is a lot more about how, like, hormonal changes well, can, you, can you cause you want to talk emotional... about what the
0: center metaphor is, then?
1: The larger thing seems to be about, like, how it is a confusing time to be going through puberty and to like start that and that you're going to feel very out of control a lot and it's going to be difficult for you to, you know, navigate your relationships both familial and and with your friends and that is something that like is universal for everybody. Yeah. So, I mean like really like the the central metaphor is that she's turning into a red panda and I still can't really like figure what that's supposed to mean.
0: She's not in control of her body.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: That's what it's about. It's about the the panda is, it's a dual metaphor for puberty as a whole. Sure. The fact that your body is now changing and you are not in control of it the way you thought you were. Mm-hmm. And also there is uh, like a, a second less, you know, subtext about the whole, like blushing and physically turning red. Yeah, yeah. In Asian culture is very, like it's it's more, um, it's more embarrassing. It's mm-hmm. more like seen as like an embarrassing thing to like physically flush and be like, visibly uncomfortable with something right you're Um, letting
1: your emotions be on the surface right
0: so it's kind of it's a dual metaphor for both of those things Mm -hmm. is my understanding but yeah i mean she you know is no longer in control of her body her body is doing stuff that she has no control over and doesn't understand that's puberty yeah but it's not specifically about periods no because the solution isn't to get tampons or pads and the panda goes away and the movie isn't structured like, oh, well, the panda comes five to seven days a, uh, a month. It's like, no, it's 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 whenever she is overly emotional and gets out of control, like because she's now uh, hormones are surging through her body, so she like has mood swings. They're yeah. not always negative. Mood, a mood swing isn't always negative. It's just like, oh, now I'm super hyper and fucking whatever, and blah blah blah, blah and, yeah. you know. And it's like, right, because your body is like shooting fucking hormones through it that are brand new. And, you know, and it's freaking out. So, yeah, you're going to be moody. You're going to be really happy, really sad, really confused, really horny, really angry, really. What's another one?
1: I don't know. Quixotic.
0: (laughs) But each of these is the panda.
1: And we also we were watching some of the uh, making of and interviews and stuff. At one point they were talking about uh, how they were structuring how the friend group interacts with each other and that there's like a lot of like touching and hugging and there really is among like teenagers there's a lot there are chemical changes that your brain goes through where you're bonding more with your social group and then especially with girls because it's more socially accepted for girls to be physically affectionate with each other than it is for boys i remember you know being in high school and my friend group we'd have like cuddle puddles where we'd just be like hanging out on the couch, but everybody's like laying across each other's laps or, you know, leaning yeah. on each other all that. It's a time where everything feels very magnified. If something shitty happens, it's the worst thing that ever fucking happened to you. If something great happens, then it's a level of elation that you don't really get as an adult very frequently. The first relationship I had as a teenager was extremely intense in a way that like, because like it, it feels like you're feeling a depth That you could never really feel before when you're a little child versus, like, yeah, becoming an adult. And it's scary, but it's also a lot of, like, firsts for you. It's your first time, like, actually going out and maybe getting a job or going out to, I mean, a big thing here is going out to concerts for their first time. Yeah. A lot of those are, like, very big moments that make you feel more like an adult and more in control of the way you're interacting with the world in a way that you don't get to when you're sheltered at home. Sure. I found it to be very, um, like, easy to empathize, even if it's not a one-to-one. Like, I am not a Canadian-Asian teen. Prove it. <laughs> I was never a Canadian or Asian. I was once a teen. I am female. Story checks out. Yeah. Any of the problems that I had with my mom were not based around her embarrassing me publicly at school, even though that's, like, a big... Part of the, the drama here is her mom being so overbearing that, like, she's coming to school with... Pads. Pads. That's a big one. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Her mom
0: getting fucking...
1: <laughs> body checked her, by that Constantly, guard. <laughs> constantly.
0: Her mom is, like, public enemy number one for the security guard. Yeah. And it's so funny to me. Yeah. The animation's very good. It's very, like, heightened. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, like, purely visual. guy. It's two or... Th- maybe it's three. Like, scenes where she's in the background just, like, for some reason fucking lurking the school.
1: Yep. Or uh, when they go down to the mini-mart.
0: So goddamn funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Which, I mean, like, I think it's also pretty universal, like, feeling like your parents are, you know, embarrassing you when you're a teenager. Sure. Because they're not cool and, you know. I never really breaking your illusion of being cool yeah I, that, that's the
0: thing I, I yeah. was never like well I'm so cool I have this yeah. rep to protect right I just you know my parents were like their parents I don't know yeah. everybody's parents are parents and nobody likes their parents and yeah. I was just like it's fine like I got you know annoyed with my parents or whatever and you know I'm sure I was extremely moody I know I slammed doors and all that kind of shit
1: I mean there's also you know I was just
0: like I was just like shrugging like my mom's a hippie I don't know what to tell you
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, there's also the feeling like your parents don't understand when things are important to you.
0: Will Smith made a song about it.
1: Yeah, I know. You feel like your parents don't, you know.
0: Parents don't get it. Right. They're lame. They're squares.
1: Right. Like, not letting you go to your first concert when all your friends are going to is a big goddamn deal when you're 13. Sure. It is less of a deal when you're older. And like, also, yeah, you don't have the perspective of, like, being 40.
0: As a 13-year-old? God willing, right. you don't know.
1: I know. Everything feels like so much more urgent. Everything in is the a biggest deal that, in the world. Right. In yeah. a way that like that. Then... You were
0: talking about that a little bit yes. before, like anything that happens that's bad makes it the worst day of your entire life. Anything that happens that's at all good makes it the best day of your entire life. Your entire life is highs and lows, and God forbid you have a day where not really much happens either way, then you're so bored you might as well turn to yep. dust.
1: Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, I've also never been as bored as I was
0: when I was a teenager. <laughs> um, but we've we've veered all across topics. Yeah. But no, you mentioned <laughs> Turning Red. Um, mm-hmm. Did you say directed by Domishi? Uh No. And it's an hour 40 minutes rated PG.
1: I think it's well rated. I don't think it deserves a PG-13. I think that no, people no younger than yeah. 13 can absolutely watch it. And it's not even... going to be developmentally problematic for any of them.
0: I would honestly say that I don't even think this deserves like, a pg like, this feels like a G to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. G I,
0: means general audiences. It yeah, doesn't mean everyone. It does. I think the ratings thing has become more of just like a signifier. They don't actually think about what it actually means. Like, I mean, we've seen so many movies that where you're just like, this is R? Like, for yeah. what? Or, like, this is PG 13? Why? They've created for themselves the MPAA. They've created these, like, guidelines just so they know how to do their jobs, which is, like, stupid.
1: Right. Well because it divorces
0: the 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 product like the piece of art from context. Yeah. Which I think that's the most important thing is like watching a thing and being like, is this suitable for general audiences? based on what happens in the context in which it happens. Mm -hmm. That should be the qualifier. That's what it's framed as, but it isn't in practice. Yeah,
1: but it's a lot more subjective, and then also we're talking about the commodification of art, so that's why you entirely need these sorts of rating systems. Sure. is because you're trying to sell it to people, and they need something that's shorthand for who is this for.
0: I don't think there's a need for it, but I understand why people think there is one. Um, Do you think you can summarize this movie uh, relatively concisely?
1: Yeah, so our main character. get your notes. Yeah. Our main character is Maylin Lee, voiced by rosalie Chang. She is again a 13-year-old Canadian Chinese, well, Chinese Canadian, I guess, girl in 2002. So it's actually like Is it set in 2002? Yeah. Oh, I very that. very specifically, like there's even a little title card thing.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um So
0: it's deliberately a throwback to the bo- height of boy bandia. Totally. Okay.
1: Totally, yeah. Um, you know, thirteen-year-old eighth-grade girl. You know, has three friends that she goes to school with. They're very obsessed with a boy band called Four Town, which uh, there's five of them.
0: Five of them in Four Town. Uh-huh. Well, there's one for each letter of Four Town. It's the number four, and then T O W N. That's five.
1: So May is kind of like a a nerd, <laughs> but also very much likes supporting her parents and stuff they they run uh, a temple in chinatown and in, in i actually don't know where in canada they are doesn't
0: matter okay. canada
1: all right but yeah so they they run a temple where they you know give tours Wait. and, and caretake the temple and
0: where do they think
1: the yeah they th- i guess they're in toronto because they think they think that it was toledo yeah it's yes. toledo
0: they're in toronto yes yeah. there you go
1: yeah good call mm-hmm. um
0: may is a nerd a yeah. controversial statement all these fucking kids are nerds. Yeah. Fucking bunch of nerds. Every single one of them. Yeah. Even Tyler. Maybe especially Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> fucking I, nerds. I know
1: you shouldn't call a 13-year-old kid this, but also he's not real. But, like, Tyler's a bitch, man. You
0: can call Listen, you can call kids any goddamn thing you want, just not to their face. Yeah. Their, their egos are so malleable and fragile. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. But in the privacy of your own home where they can't hear you, fucking Be like. Little piece of shit. That fucking pug, ugly, garbage child. <laughs> you can call him whatever you want. It's sure. fine. Who cares? Sure. Let some steam off. It's sure. good for you. Yeah. yeah. It's been proven that swearing releases endorphins.
1: Yeah. By the Mythbusters.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You so. were mentioning the shrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, her and her parents like caretake and give tours of a traditional temple.
0: It, but it's like the ancestral yeah. temple. It's, right? the, it's
1: her ancestors. Is
0: Sun Yi yes. is the name, right? Yep. And she's like caretaker of the red panda. Yes. uh, It's like kind of like like being a saint of something. It's, you know, she's like the spiritual caretaker to the red pandas.
1: Yeah. She's guardian of the red pandas. She's a scholar and a poet. So it's all very like, but so um, unbeknownst to Malin is that her family has like the sort of ancestral blessing. That's kind of a curse.
0: As Monk would say, it's a blessing and a curse.
1: Yep. It's specifically women in their family can turn into red pandas. It's
0: not addressed. Yeah. We only see and hear about women. Okay. There's two men in her family and neither of them is explicitly... Well, actually, of, it's of
1: it's her dad, and then I think Mr. Gao is just a family, fa- family oh. friend, I think. Oh, okay. I like, thought he might and, and be like a, like a priest. A, you know? Yeah, I thought
0: he might be like an uncle or something. Because or... the grandma shows up with like three or four aunts, and I was like, oh, maybe he's related, I'm not sure. But she does just call him Mr. Gao, so.
1: Yeah, played by James Hong, which is a good kind of stunt casting there. Oh, yeah, yeah. great.
0: Great voice. Great actor. He's in like hundreds of films. Yeah. Guy rules.
1: Yeah, if you don't know who that is by me just saying it, you should Google his face, because you do.
0: Yes, if you if you don't think you know who James Hong is, you do.
1: So, they uh, can turn into pandas. Malin wasn't really warned about this until it happens.
0: As is tradition with, like, any movie where there's, like, a family secret that usually involves you turning into, let's say, a teen wolf.
1: Right, well, and I mean, also, like, to come back to the whole period issue, there's definitely people that have thought that they were dying or something because all of a sudden they're bleeding. Oh, yeah, or... when
0: your parents have not addressed, yeah. like... hey, this is puberty and this might happen. Right. Yes. And like we as a society, as humans, not just as a society, but as like Mm -hmm. living beings, um, we understand that like when your blood comes out of you. It's a bad thing. Right. It's generally not great. Yeah. It's generally because an injury has happened. Right.
1: That specifically is something that I felt was reminiscent of having your first period. Sure. Or like, honestly, anything to do with puberty where like somebody oh, yeah. hasn't effectively warned you that like there are going to be changes. They are going to be drastic sometimes.
0: Sure, I was just pointing out that it's that's a very common thing in, in stories, like, like any kind of story where it's, we, it's al- almost always a family secret. Yeah. It's like, we didn't want to tell you. And it's not always a transformation, but it's like, yeah, we're actually from space and now we have to go to space to stop. Something happening in space yeah. or whatever. Or space or something from space coming here. Yeah. Or whatever.
1: But yeah, so she finds out that she will turn into a panda until she goes through a ritual to sort of bind it into a talisman of some kind. Yeah. And yeah, they can only do it during a red moon and the next one is in a month, so she's gonna have to deal with this in a month. Right. Also, this happening
0: periodically right. if she can't get it under control.
1: Right. Uh she also really wants to go to a concert with her friends. It'll be your first concert because town is coming to Toronto.
0: Yep. And they think it is like the week before.
1: Yeah. Which uh, is its own problems. Yeah. You know, but
0: it's the stake raising of the third act. Right. But which I just mentioned because at some point we will mention. And it is in fact the same night as, yeah, as the, um, the ceremony. The red moon. It's some kind of eclipse.
1: Shout out to my astrology buddies. What Shout was? out to
0: the moon. Couldn't have done it without you. Big ups to the moon. See your tranquility. <laughs> Gotta be one of my top five favorite scenes.
1: What are your other favorite C's?
0: Dead Sea, love them scrolls, dog. Well, you've shamed me with silence. Um,
1: I just was also thinking and not <laughs> and not achieving.
0: <laughs> well, my first my first problem was I said five.
1: <laughs> yeah, I also thinking about that. That you really
0: do you have funny gave C's? yourself
1: a lot of uh, room.
0: W r i t e h w g w right hate watch great watch at gmail dot com if you have a funny c send it in
1: uh her and her friends are all told by their parents that they can't go but in true teenager fashion they're going to anyway and just be a little deceptive about it the other thing is yeah like they are 13 don't have jobs yeah jobby jobs so a 200 hundred dollar ticket price
0: is in less than a month
1: yeah so like for all four of them it's 800 dollars, which is yeah like
0: a lot. a lot of money it's a lot now
1: it's a lot now yeah
0: it's a lot now and i'm 40 and i'm gamefully employed
1: yeah you and i are waiting until black friday to get a new gaming system because it's expensive right now it's going to be expensive then but it'll be cheaper yeah <laughs> They realize that the red panda transformation is something that is pretty popular with people and that people respond to positively and that they can monetize this. So they start doing that and there's a whole boy band song montage monetize, thing yep. of them, you know, making money, taking photos and selling merch and doing yeah, all that. It's great. Yeah. They're Which on yeah their grind. They did uh, what, like three original songs for this movie for the boy band?
0: Yes, the, the, the fictitious boy band Four Town. Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah all the songs were uh, co-written by phineas o'connell mm-hmm. and billy eilish okay so it's
1: nobody like you the ballad i believe is one true love
0: yes that's the name of the ballad yeah what are the other two
1: nobody like you and you know what's up
0: nobody like you is the like never not be by your side yeah uh-uh, uh-uh. yeah it's good it's very uh, like that era boy band
1: so they're making money they're a hundred dollars short they agree to make an appearance at Tyler's birthday party for $200 yeah Tyler's which a is brat. great cuz then you can get t-shirts when you go to the concert a little mm. extra scratch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Tyler's like a brat. He's a boy at their school who... Yeah, yeah.
1: he kind of bullies May.
0: I don't want to call him a bully because he is, he's, he's, but he's just an asshole. Yeah. He's not like a traditional... Like, bullies usually are like tough and scary. He's just like a fucking rat bitch. Like you said, Tyler's a bitch. Yeah. And he is.
1: He's got a big house and stuff like that, so he's definitely rich and can afford a $200 panda appearance fee. Yeah, And all that. Can't May- buy friends, Tyler. May has an issue because she's told that, like, the more she turns into a panda, the more difficult the uh, ritual is going to be. But she kind of forgets about that or ignores it or whatever. And then when her grandma and auntie show up to prepare for the ritual, her grandma, like, reiterates that to her that, like... That it's,
0: she Grandma really lays down that it's, like, it's serious. Yes. Because her mom does mention it to her, but I think in the, like, oh, I can use this to get money to go see the concert, like, it gets lost mm-hmm. by the wayside. She just, like doesn't realize and it doesn't the movie isn't showing through movie language like every time i turn into panda it's harder to turn back or like i'm losing control and i found myself eating garbage or whatever you know like
1: actually like she even seems to have very very good control of it Yeah.
0: yeah 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 that's what i mean like it's not typical monster movie type transformation thing of like it's getting it's taking control of me it's just that it'll be harder to do the ritual. Yeah. And grandma underlines this. Yeah. Throughout this whole thing, the panda is presented as a big negative. Yeah. You don't want to be the panda.
1: You don't want to be the panda. People are, aren't going to uh like the whole accept
0: you. It's, right. Yeah, yeah, like the
1: whole reason of binding it was that like, oh, you know, back in like the old country, this was a, a positive and and could be used for defense and stuff, but we're in Canada now. Yeah, and, when we get the origin you know,
0: yeah. it's that um Sun Yi asked the gods to bless her so that she could protect her family and what they did was she then turned into a panda and she used it to defend her family in the village and whatever and it became a hereditary trait yeah but you know now it's the modern world and people won't understand yeah that kind of thing and we're not home we're not at you know we're not in china anymore like right yeah but um, then she's
1: also faced with that like it's received very positively at school people think that it's cool and cute and you people know, love it
0: awesome Panda's and yeah. super over yeah panda has got natural heat <laughs> uh, Panda and Panda and tyler have have heat they would sell out yeah. Book book that match now it'll sell out in a week sure
1: <laughs> it is kind of a squash though
0: oh it's a total squash tyler can't work for shit mm-hmm. he's a glass cannon
1: <laughs> yeah so she she isn't gonna do it at the party but then she does anyway but then it gets yeah, out she's, of control and she's momentarily yeah. conflicted yeah, yeah her parents find out. This is also when they realize that the concert's going to be the same night as the ritual and stuff. There's kind of a rift between her and her friends because she doesn't stand up for them when her mom blames them. Blames that the, yeah, yeah, which that You're turning my daughter into a delinquent. Right. 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 Which that happened to you as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I think we actually told that story before.
0: Yeah, uh I'll do a quick version which was um we got a friend of mine and I got caught shoplifting and um once he got home his parents were like what happened who was with you blah blah blah. and he was like nothing me and hunter we were being stupid we did a stupid thing we got caught Mm -hmm. we can't go back to whatever uh and they were like well the hunter kid's a bad influence i don't want you hanging out with him and was like no like he didn't like twist my arm it was a thing we wanted to do we both did it we both made a mistake and we're both not gonna do it again like Mm -hmm. from my understanding, because I was not there, is that, you know, his dad did the like, well, I brought you into this world. And as long as you're here, you live on, you know, my rules, I make the rules, that kind of thing. And he's like, oh, you brought me into this world. Well, then I'll leave this house the same way you brought me into this world. And he stripped off all his clothes, which never wore like underwear. So it didn't (laughs) take like a lot. Mm -hmm. Just undid a belt and stepped out of his rather large jeans, as was the style at the time. Yeah. And then um, walked a few blocks to my house uh like eight blocks eight it's like eight wow yeah naked cupping his junk in his hands uh-huh. and um yeah rings my doorbell and i answer the door and, it's and he's wearing shoes and he's got a big stupid grin on his face and he's naked and i was like hey and he's like hey buddy and i was like you're super nude he's like yeah can i come in and i was like i guess um and then he told me you coming was, on to me yeah i was like this is, this is weird is this like an american pies movie now or what <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's another thing that's, this is definitely one of those uh, magical transformations where she's got clothes when she's transforming back. Yes. Yeah. She
0: turns into the panda, nothing happens to her clothes. Yeah. It's not the Hulk. Yeah. And when she turns back, she still has clothes. Yeah. It's not and they're uh, fine. American werewolf. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 It's mad. It's, it's, it's magical yeah, it's girl. Yeah. Sailor Moon. It's, yeah. 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 It's great. Like, it's a very different movie if she has to be like, oh, every time I turn into the panda, all my clothes rip off.
1: Yeah. No. Then that could probably be a PG-13 situation.
0: Sure. I guess. Yeah. What was the Simpsons movie ready? You see Bart's dick in that. That's not a joke. <laughs> That's real. That was a choice they made. <laughs> uh, keep talking. Finish up the plot description. Just like yeah, it. Yeah, so,
1: you know, her and her friends are on the outs. She starts going through the uh, ritual. She is kind of conflicted about getting rid of the panda. So it doesn't really take. She kind of decides like, well, fuck this. And I'm going to the concert and stuff. And And has gotten to the point where she can control her transformation. Where she's kind of like leaping and poofing away. Yes. way.
0: When she transforms into or out of the panda, um, the magical transformation that happens, like, yeah, it's... Now, I could talk about the theoretical physics behind uh-huh. this, because the panda is, like, five times her size, yeah. easily.
1: And her mom's is it... even bigger. Right,
0: but I mean, like, talking about her. Yeah. So it could be the vacuum created yeah. when she tur- the panda turns into her. Sure. There's now... Instantly, a space that you know needs to be filled with air, so it could form an air cushion. Okay, but you could also just say magic.
1: Mm-hmm. Wasn't that also like a double jumpy thing in Smash Brothers or something?
0: I never played Smash Brothers.
1: Okay, maybe a couple of characters. a lot of video games have double jumps. Well, yeah, Double Jump was definitely a thing. I think there might have also been like a certain thing of transforming between Zelda and Sheik let oh, okay. you do something special, but sure. maybe I'm misremembering that. No, maybe, totally. Different characters had different transformation things where like Kirby can get Tributes from
0: oh yeah yeah other, Kirby yeah that's Kirby's whole deal stuff, yeah yeah but yeah so every time she turns into the panda or back yeah. there's like a poof and a magical puff of like pink smoke
1: yeah
0: it like poop pops her like high up into the air again or like she uses it at one point when she's falling like terminal velocity at the right. concert floor yeah and at the last second she turns and it's just like poof, a little like air cushion and she just like lands like normal it's yeah. fine but that's a really fun sequence also the panda can like super leap like I mentioned the Hulk earlier that's mm-hmm. the way the Hulk Travels yeah by leaping because he's the hulk has never skipped leg day sure but a, a key uh detail is that when may rejects the ritual mm-hmm. and is like nah fuck it i'm out and going to the concert and takes off in the struggle to leave as the panda her mom like oh, she knocks down all the ants and the mom and grandma and stuff and her mom's pendant which houses her panda chips
1: and then breaks, and then...
0: Yeah, and yeah. then her mom's panda comes out, which we had heard a little bit yeah. about.
1: Yeah, her and her dad... Ta- well, a couple people mentioned that, like, oh, yeah, Ming's panda... and Ming, her mom, by the way, played by Sandra O. Oh, right? Sandra Oh, the great yeah. Sandra O. Oh. So there is references to, yeah, her panda being really big, but, like...
0: Right, she, the way they, it's couched is, like, the auntie's saying, like, oh, you should have seen your mom's mood swings. Like, yeah. it's kind of like that.
1: Yeah, and then also I think her dad mentions it, too, when they're talking about it but he was also more being like you know yeah her family is not entirely like me like that's kind of like the big argument between like your mom and your grandma was over me and stuff and you yeah know, may is like oh have you ever seen mom's panda and he's like yeah i have he's
0: like it's big Yes,
1: you know, so there's different levels of big and her mom's panda's level of big is godzilla like
0: her mom's panda is a fucking kaiju
1: it is the stay puff marshmallow man
0: yeah dude this is my thing when just when everybody was like arguing about this movie, and I was like, "Guys, this movie ends with a fucking kaiju fight. This movie's so fun. You're like completely forgetting that it's like really fun and funny and sweet and stuff. It like, right? Just in, it, so you can get mad about a thing that is a not even present." In the narrative, right? And B, even if it was, isn't a big enough deal to like fucking flip your shit over. Right. I want to boycott Disney because they made a move. Like, if it was about periods, even if it was, right. even if it was, yeah, just about periods, then it would qualify as educational. And Disney always made educational things. Yeah. I'm good at pool because of Goofy. <laughs> it's not true. He's not actually in it, but he, I think he's like the bookend, but it's just like, uh, omniscient narrator thing but shows you how to play pool by the diamonds and the geometry and that's the only way i know how to play pool literally is because of that cool so the movie ends at the concert uh ming that's may's mom shows up as a kaiju endangering the lives of hundreds of people yeah (laughs) smashes through the wall of the arena
1: yeah the sky dome
0: sky dome so it's funny you know it's 200 dollars for a ticket right Mm -hmm. okay uh may just bamfs in there Mm -hmm. as as the panda (laughs) And then, I guess, because a kaiju is attacking, they don't care anymore, because then all the aunties and grandmas just, like, run in. Yeah. Grandma like, and the aunties just all run in as, like, a big ensemble. I know they didn't buy tickets.
1: Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure all the security just, like, disappeared.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were like, fuck Cause, them kids.
1: Because, you know, yeah, I don't see any. buddy no, no, no. in a shirt. No, like, nobody's trying to crowd tase. Controlling. Nobody's yeah. trying to tase this thing. Yeah.
0: Um. Yes, and then there's a, a kaiju-type battle, but again, um, you know, May is big but like
1: yeah she's big like gorilla big not big like king kong big
0: yeah i'm trying to think of what she's like the size of like barney
1: yeah kind of again i was gonna say gorilla or like um well, i think Barney's... my 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 first thought was the baymax from big hero six
0: yeah that's getting to yeah, yeah. um she yeah she's big like that yeah um and then yes again mom is mom tore open the sky dome so yeah bigger Yes. But yeah, she's using, you know, all her various bamfing powers and, you know, panda powers and yeah. things. Yeah, but she's, uh, yeah, she's using her panda. So like her mom will be like holding her yeah. in her giant fist. But then she'll, like, poof into the panda, which is, like, bigger now, so forces her mom's hand open. And then she, like, drops and turns into her and then runs around and then turns into the panda and, like, climbs up her mom. You know, like... A, yeah. It's, it's very fun. Yeah. Does this kind of, like, head rocket headbutt into her mom, like, right between the eyes and KOs her mom. Yeah. While her dad has gotten yes. the field chalk line thing.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, whatever big, that's called. Big parts about the... Um, ritual or that it needs to be in a done within a chalk circle and whoever is getting the ritual done needs to stay in that circle right
0: for the duration and and that people casting the ritual have to sing from the heart
1: yes so not anything in particular but just that there needs right. to be like yeah the, some, the, some the, singing and some grandma like positive, and the aunties which yeah. is
0: the hottest group in town right now <laughs> um but they sing like traditional like chants yeah, traditional yeah. chant but mr gal which is james Hong's character is like what does he say i like is it neil Di- it's not neil diamond it's uh, oh i didn't write that down hold on i did i like tony bennett that's what it is he says i like tony bennett but you know whatever mm-hmm. it just you just have to sing from the heart it has to be like passionate yeah and impassioned yeah um that's the important part and that you stay in the circle so yeah mom is so. ko'd and she's like half in half out of the circle yeah but she's too big to drag <laughs> and they're dr- like yeah. Um, May is trying to pull her by her tail, and then Grandma and all the aunties are like, Alright. And they take off their respective like rings, bracelets, necklaces, earrings, whatever, you know, their little trinkets. Yeah. And they smash them all. Yeah, all
1: their pretty pretty princess accessories. Right.
0: And they all turn into their respective pandas and they all go help as a group and drag mom into the circle. They all start, you know, chanting, but it's a giant circle for a giant panda, so it's it's not getting fully powered. The three best friends go and enlist the boy band who are kind of all stuck. Because they were in the middle of, like, a flying gimmick in the middle yeah, of their concert. So it's they're... a lot
1: like, I think, was it NSYNC or was it the Backstreet Boys? Somebody had, like, a whole thing with puppet strings and stuff. Um, that NSYNC. was
0: that was an NSYNC video. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was a little bit reminiscent of that, but they're all doing, like, angel Angel wings, angel harness yeah. wings, yeah. yeah.
0: So they're hung up on this thing. But the yeah. three besties uh, go and enlist them to sing their song, which was the Never Not By Your Side, yeah. whatever that one is. Yeah. And because it's a cute movie that rules, um, you know, it perfectly matches the rhythm of the chanting and it goes oh, yeah, together like excellently a remix. Yeah. and it's fucking great. Yeah. And it's so like life affirming and good. Yes. And it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it powers the, the, the circle and mom turns back into mom and they do the. We're
1: kind of cutting to like a astral oh, okay, plane yes. no, kind of right. thing where yeah, yeah. they're so, in a bamboo forest but it's right. mystical. Yes, um, the, the, the yeah. binding
0: ritual is in this like otherworldly bamboo forest and yeah. it's cool it's kind of like out of focus yeah. uh it kind of looks like you need 3d glasses for it yeah um yeah. it's not but it's fun like you know yeah and um you approach like a portal yeah and... like the
1: first time that um malin was in the astral forest yeah. i guess she sees sunyee and she's like you know oh, are you sunyee and you know yeah, yeah, yeah and the spirit yeah like opens this, opens portal. this portal that but yeah so if you reach it looks through... like a mirror yes it does and
0: if you try to make contact with it it's like stargate yeah like your hand goes into it yeah but what comes out is the the panda like is pushing through from the other side yeah so as your hand is disappearing into it the like astral form of the panda is coming Mm -hmm. out and the idea is you go all the way through and the panda comes all the way out and you've separated yes they all go through except for may may reiterates her choice Mm -hmm. to not separate from the panda to keep the panda as part of her just be who she is even if that can be messy at times but as a result, because they're in this post-kaiju attack theater, the trinkets aren't like, oh, we got to pick like a nice bracelet or a yeah. necklace or whatever. It's just kind of whatever the fuck was around. So yeah. we find out mom's trinket is the Tamagotchi. Yeah. And like one of the, is it grandma or it's one of the aunts? Grandma
1: has. Has uh, like a
0: novel like novelty uh, merch necklace of Four Towns 4 logo mm-hmm. and shit like that. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's just a cute thing. And then the best friends show up and they're like, hey, we want to go karaoke and yeah this um, is
1: like you know oh months later
0: right and yeah. there's a callback to when they were fundraising they had like the big cardboard thermometer where they were like coloring it in as they got closer to their $800 goal yeah and mom has one that's like $100,000 to replace the Sky Dome yeah <laughs> and uh you know so May is like Looney's Hunter oh yeah so yeah she's trying to get this, like, um, you know, amazing. I thought that was a funny callback. Like, yeah. they don't really draw too much attention to it. But I was like, oh, that's that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, she they're, they're going to go karaoke. And mom's like, oh, well, because she realizes, like, oh, my the friends weren't a bad influence. They're nice. They're nice kids. Yeah. Um. So she's like, uh, if you'd like to come back for dinner, you know, you're more than welcome. And they're like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, your husband's a great cook. And then they take off. Her dad is going to fill in for May as the mascot. Yeah. In this, like, big kind of cardboard suit. boxy yeah. uh red panda suit
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and it's fun it's cute and that's yeah. the end of the movie
1: during the like kaiju fight it's also really funny that like the dialogue in it is very mother-daughter having a f- having a fight like could be over at the dinner table or oh something yeah like that where she's like you know i don't understand why you're being this way you're being so disobedient like i ask you to do these things and you don't do them and you lie to me and stuff right and the Daughters being like, well, you need to, you know, understand that, like, I have my own life and I can't just be, I can't be your perfect little daughter all the time. And right, they're yeah. not
0: arguing about like, mom, you're destroying the sky yeah. dome. No,
1: like, it's it's very like normal, it's not about that. right, right, yeah, right,
0: yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's very fun.
1: But so I thought that, that was also very um, important, where it stays on task of it, of it being a lot about like interpersonal relationships and growing up and the challenges of that. Yeah. Yeah, so you wanted to talk about how this went through different iterations in production.
0: Yeah, we were talking about how, um, like, on message the final, you know, battle is. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. They're not like, okay, now it's time for a fight, so we have fight dialogue. And then we'll do the conflict between the characters. Like, no. Like, it's a physical conflict. It should be the emotional conflict as well. Let's do them both, even though they are slightly incongruous, Yeah, typically. And that's really cool. And great and super well done. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to comment on the we watched the behind the scenes stuff like you mentioned From um, the ha- scenes Yes, the lead scenes, um, a couple of making of featurettes and things. This went through so many different iterations where like the goals were different. I think it's always gonna be about the message I think was probably gonna always stay the same. They don't yes. really specifically talk too much about that but you know it wasn't always a concert. They were talking about like her goal was to go to another school. it seemed like college not but maybe it was a high school. Yeah, I think it was going to high school, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, Um, her goals were totally different, so, like, presumably... Well, well, the
1: high school thing was it was something that her parents wanted for her, so it was yet another thing of, you know, of of doing what her parents expected from her.
0: I just think it's... And, like, going through the deleted scenes and stuff, they're like, oh, in this one you'll hear, instead of being called May, she's called Faye. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, this is a scene with her cousin who's not in the movie. Yeah. Like... And it's just like, oh, wow. Like, there were wildly different versions of this that they were, like, you know, in the process of. It's not just like, oh, it was a thing that we wrote but never made it to. It's like, no, there's animatics for this. And there was, like, temp voice tracks and stuff. Like,
1: yeah. Well, I think they do tend to lay out a lot of the voice stuff early so they can match yeah. lips, face movements to dialogue. And, and intonation yeah. and emoting. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, yeah, No,
0: I just. Yeah. And I know that stuff intellectually, but yeah. not a, not as many movies or I mean. To be fair, I have fallen off of my formerly obsessive tendency to watch all making of featurettes like I used to. Yeah. Responsibilities. I have a job. I have a podcast, which is a second job. Mm-hmm. And then, as I met, did mention before, there's always Jack in it.
1: Third full-time job.
0: Third full-time job. You know that thing about 10,000 hours and you become <laughs> a master? That's why they call it masturbating. <laughs> um,
1: ah, that's good.
0: Thanks. So I haven't watched as many like making of featurettes in recent years but i used to watch a ton and again the like oh there was a different version where it's like this or like that or whatever that's not always rare specifically talking about for animated you know projects yeah. but yeah,
1: yeah it's different than like live action where like you have to draw all that shit right. so like you want to make sure that you know and what it takes, you want before you're yeah
0: and it takes so long to do right. now i mean you know the prevalence of cg and everything makes you can you can do rough things quicker yeah there's less steps mm-hmm. But it's still like it was impressive to me how much of this was like changed before the final product Mm -hmm. and how funny it And like, that's the thing. It's like watching it. Some of the jokes are in there and you're like, oh, that's pretty close to the final joke. Like it's a different situation or whatever. Like, oh, that's close. And then some of the things you're like, that's not even like the tone of the movie. Like, and you can really yeah. see them hammering it out. Well,
1: and, and plenty of things that also had some, like, director commentary stuff where she'd be like, we originally had it like this, but then realized that it was dragging the story and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a whole sequence with May being called Faye and her mom kind of doing, like, meditation and centering exercises yeah. together in the temple to try and get her the panda, panda under, under control. control yeah. yeah, and she's like, this kind of conflicted with, like, the tone we really wanted for... Both May and Ming, and it really like stalled out, you know right between the first yeah, and second up your act. Yeah, yeah yeah, your the pacing suffered, so we took it out, yeah,
0: I'm just really impressed with how of a thing the final product feels. Yes. Because this is, I mean, it's only my second time watching it, or maybe it's my third, but like... Yeah,
1: I feel like this is definitely a movie that has a thesis statement. It is a little open to interpretation, because different people are going to take away different things from this movie, but it does definitely have some goals in mind. Throughout all the iterations, a lot of it does seem to be really wanting to explore how difficult it can be, being, you know, like...
0: Again, the radical idea of just teaching kids it's okay to be themselves. Right. Yes. I mean, this puts a little finer point on it than that. Like uh, dad specifically is like people have different sides to them. And some of those sides are messy and that's okay. Yeah. And that's just a hair finer than the, the broad generalization I made, but it's Mm -hmm. important. It's an important distinction. Yeah. I'm very impressed with like specifically the tone of it from the beginning to the end, every scene, all the scenes feel like the same tone. They yeah. feel like it's yeah. the same sense of humor. It's the same rhythm. It's the same, you know. Yeah. It feels like a lot more like, oh this we knew this from the start. There know? was
1: also like a lot of the characters in this movie are very much fleshed out where they like have their own Yeah they like, have dimension. Right. Her one friend Priya is, is everything is very deadpan. And yeah. Stuff.
0: Her three besties yes. are Miriam and Priya and Abby. Abby. Let me do the voice cast here. Miriam is Ava Morse. Abby is he and Park and Priya is probably not pronouncing this correctly, but Matrei Ramakrishnan. So Priya is very monotone. She's that's awesome. Yeah, her eyes are always half-lidded. Mm-hmm. Abby is super intense. She's yeah. the very intense friend. Yeah, like at one point she's like, "Yeah, yeah that's, that that plan sounds great." Like they're talking about raising the raising the money. Yeah, She's like, yeah, that's great. But can you turn back into the can you turn back into the panda? She's like, "Why?" She's like, "I need it." Yeah, and then she does, and Abby like you know, like hugs Hugs -er. her big fluffy belly. And is like, oh my God, you're so fluffy. Like, and I was like, I like, I like Abby quite a bit. And then Miriam is like.
1: Funny that you'd say that because it may.
0: I disagree, but whatever. Miriam is the like cool friend. Like she's, I mean, they're all still nerds. Again, again, don't ever mistake. Every fucking kid in this is a fucking nerd. (laughs) Every fucking one of these kids is a nerd. And the parents too.
1: But Miriam's like king of the nerds.
0: But no, yeah, Miriam yeah. is like she's a cool, like, slackery kind of nerd. Yeah, like, she's yeah. Just like, hey, don't worry about it. Yep. Like, she's uh, not a it skater. Also yeah, she's not a <laughs> skater, but she has kind of like skater tendencies. Yeah, kind of well, just like...
1: it's it's the tomboyness. She's usually in like a beanie and flannel and stuff. So like, it's it's got that very like urban sports adjacent kind of dress, you know?
0: Yeah, urban sports. Yeah, like skating on an escalator.
1: No, I'm talking like you yeah, know, like, like swimming in a fountain. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I think they're all really fun characters. They're not one note. Mm-hmm. They all at time, you know, like there's like a scene where they're hanging out in the bleachers and like mm-hmm. lusting over, uh, you know, basketball, basketball. Or... That was soccer players. Soccer I think players outside. Yeah. But yeah, and they're you know they're just like, oh look at number twenty one. Like he's got delts for days. Like yeah. and all this and like it's just very fun and feels like feels real. Feels like me and my friends, except you know Canadian ladies. Mm-hmm. So not that different.
1: You don't know my friends. They live in Canada. Yeah, you don't know any of my
0: friends. <laughs> I never did that. I never what, had what fake... lied about a girlfriend. Never yeah. had a fake girlfriend.
1: I didn't have a fake boyfriend, but I did have an internet boyfriend. But he was real. Didn't live a here. likely story? No, we were we were boyfriend girlfriend from the the Final Fantasy message boards. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. But, yeah, I do I do think that this, yeah, does a good job. Of, I mean, also, like, her mom isn't one-dimensional. She No, yes. Yeah. Ming know. is
0: not just, like, an overbearing mother. No,
1: and we get a lot of that with how she is with her daughter versus how she is with her own mother and really seeing that, like, yeah. shift in her being vulnerable, her being less sure of herself. They like also
0: kind of... do the, I'm overbearing for your benefit. Yes. Like, reveal. Yes. Very early in the movie. Yeah. They don't hold it until the end as like, oh, that's the reason. It's like, no, we can know the reason without it, like, ruining the character arc. The character arc isn't about why you are a crazy parent. It's, you know. And
1: also because, like, that's not necessarily, like a good reason you know no it's, like that's that's kind of what we're also exploring is that like that yeah, but you've
0: seen movies i'm sure where that's the the end is that yeah it's like oh I, we just do this because it's what i thought was best for you and i'll try to be better the end it's usually ends with merry christmas
1: this is yeah doing it early so that it is actually showing more of a struggle yeah. with getting your head around accepting that your child is growing up and having their own you know life
0: yeah. They're their own person. Yeah. You created them. If you didn't want to do this, shouldn't have had them. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the animation. I think it's gorgeous.
1: Very anime inspired. So it's uh, this. I think we talked about a lot in the uh, making of stuff. Making of stuff was that it's almost antithetical to a lot of what Pixar and, and Disney teaches their animators to do in terms of, you know, like uh, do, to... doing sudden emotional shifts for right. emphasis rather than, you know, gentle sweeping motions like that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, fluidity. Right. You'll have the animation technically stop and just change expressions or have a character talking, but the yes. motion freezes. Right. Character is like basically frozen. Yeah. Which
1: is something that anime used yeah. to do a lot because it was hand drawn. So that saves. Yeah. You know, you can just copy like 90% of the screen and yeah. then That's just change. Yeah. the same change. reason. Yeah.
0: Like the repeating backgrounds for when characters are running or driving or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that kind of shtick. Yeah um but uh, it also or the
1: intensity lines are for both intensity and then also we we don't have to draw this stuff yeah
0: yeah and they work well as far as like comic timing and things having you know characters bop from one thing to another but really quick yeah. it's better for pacing and punch lines and having things land
1: or even having just like subtle changes become more magnified like uh when she's sitting on her bed trying not to look at her drawings that she's done
0: yeah she has like uh you know a journal notebook thing that she has doodled some i think we're supposed to take that it is inspired by one of the four town boys but as she drew it she realized it looks like the like dumb kid that works at the 7-eleven like yeah. convenience store or whatever yeah it's called daisy mart i, I don't know see. if that's like yeah. a real thing or whatever well, maybe but, i don't know um yeah he's just like he's some you know kind yeah. of looking shaggy looking kid yeah like i mean like zoinks shaggy not like he's got like a bucket hat on yeah. And so she draws this fucking merman with yeah. this bucket hat yeah. and um the mayor has things to say yeah
1: but yeah so and then it turns into her you know frantically yeah. scribbling all these well her thing know.
0: is that under her bed is where she hides everything but she's also like yeah. she's got like little candles and whatever things are there so it's like it's a little it, it, it's a not that long ago we did the woman in white uh, and he's got that thinking tree uh-huh it's kind of yeah. like that for her Her mom shows up with, like, snacks and is like, oh, May, coming in with, you know, snacks or whatever the fuck. And she, like, and freaks out and climbs up on her bed. And she looks down and the corner of her notebook is sticking out. So she's looking at her mom and she's keeping her eyes locked and super wide. And she's, like, trying to act normal. She's like, yes, that is good. Thank you for the treats or whatever.
1: And we have the inner thought of don't look at the notebook, don't look at the notebook, don't look at the notebook. And then her eyes just shift once a little bit and it's enough for her mom to find it. but it makes yeah it makes that moment a lot more impactful just having like the frozen expression yeah and subtle shift
0: yeah with like the vibrating yeah. irises of yeah. her eyes yeah. Um, Warm. mom recognizes the bucket hat it's like that looks like that delinquent that works down at the daisy mart and then most horrifyingly of all possible things drags may down there goes in while there's people in the store and yells at him as though he is like corrupting the youth and all this and may is to be fair trying to no mom didn't happen i just drew with mom it's not a thing it's like whatever don't you know Mm you're making a big nothing nothing don't worry about it And she doesn't hear her yeah boy that's fucking i like i watching it this time i'd forgotten about it yeah i was like all right fuck yeah
1: no between that and and the pads and stuff
0: the pads i remembered and the pads is like it's real you know nobody wants that to happen yeah But that's, like, a thing that I'm, like, sure, I could see that happening.
1: Right. But the convenience store, yeah, is, like, hopefully most people's parents would have, like, the uh, self-awareness to never fucking do that.
0: That's, yeah, that's crazy. It is.
1: It is. Yeah, that might be one of the most, like, suspension of disbelief things outside of all the kaiju stuff.
0: Kaiju stuff. Mostly happens in Canada, so you haven't heard about it. Yeah. My kaijus are in Canada. You don't know
1: them. Good
2: one.
0: (laughs) His name is Devin, by the way, the Buckethead kid. I yeah, was, he I was is. looking at my notes. There's a lot of really funny dialogue and stuff in here. It's not like jokey joke dialogue. Like a lot of the humor is personality based rather than like punchliney. Uh-huh. But there is some good dialogue. May, after this happens, and she's like super mortified and she's at home basically going through like the five stages of grief sort of like thing mm-hmm. where she's like mad at her mom, super embarrassed. She's mad at herself. She's, yeah. you know,
1: she's calmly being like, all I have to do is just, you know, I, I leave town. I leave town. I put a bunch of yeah. stuff in my bag and I just never talk to anybody it's, again. It's That's all, all the emotional responses.
0: Yeah. But she does say <laughs> yeah. that she says to herself, why would you draw those horrible, awful, sexy things? Yeah. And I was like, I love that.
1: I mean, that's like anybody that's ever, you know, had a boner in math class or, you know, had like a sex dream about somebody they don't actually have any interest in or any of that kind of stuff where you're just like, wow, really? We're really doing this?
0: Um, I want to talk about her nightmare that night, the night that she... Wakes up in the morning as the panda. Yeah, it's fucking great. Oh yes. Um, it has a lot of crazy imagery in it. There's a lot of, as you might expect, the spirit of the panda coming out of the temple, and you know that kind of thing, and like p- panda forms with glowing red eyes. Then there's a shot of dozens of the pandas like swarming over the top of the temple. Mm-hmm. Then there is her drawing of the merman boy, Devin from the store, gasping. <laughs> Yeah, for like, air like he's like a flopping fish. around as oh a God. fish on the ground. It's like the fucking ring. <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. so crazy and wild. Yeah. To, uh, it's so funny.
1: But also short.
0: Yeah, it's like 30 seconds top. Yeah. Like it's nothing.
1: Yeah. I forgot that uh my notes here when I'm talking about like Devin reappears the nightmare and stuff and then it's what would you do if you woke up looking like gritty? <laughs>
0: She realizes that by, like, self-soothing, thinking about her friends, yeah. she can calm down, and she can turn back. Mm-hmm. She has red hair, and she doesn't want her mom to know, or her friends, or anybody. So she throws on what they call a toque.
1: Oh, okay. Which yeah. is a
0: beanie. It's a knit hat. Yeah, her I mom... don't
1: know that I've ever heard that pronounced.
0: They say it in here.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think I think I only ever had I come think, across that like written down. And I'm like, is it Toke?
0: I think it's Miriam. Yeah. It's like, what's with the Toke? But I know it from uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, which you wouldn't know from some of the seasons of Saturday Night Live yeah, or sure. SCTV. Um, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, not the Wendy's guy, mm. and they play Bob and Doug McKenzie, two mm-hmm. really Canadian brothers. Uh, anyway, she's at school. She's trying to be calm, and cool. Well, she pulls up to school, and her mom's like. You know, May, you don't have to go. I have that she's talking
1: like the children of the corn. She's like, I'm fine, mother.
0: Yeah, she says, thank you for your concern, mother. It's very deadpan. It's really good. Oh, great detail. Ming's dashboard has a bobblehead moose.
1: I also had that note somewhere.
0: There's a funny ass thing that's like, it doesn't matter at all to anything. Mm -hmm. When May gets to school and she's got the toucan, but now she's like... Awakens to the concept of you know being the panda and all, but so she's like now her emotions are more at play. So she sees some random kid with like long hair, like like floppy hair, yeah. And she like, <gasps> and it's like he slows down. And there's like stars blinking in the sky, but his eyes blink at different times. Like it's so fucking. Oh. funny he like goes to blink. It's like one, two. <laughs> like
2: I it's so didn't
0: weird. notice that. That's really funny. it's so weird. Um. If I remember, Hunter, you're editing this, okay. Try to take a video, post it to her, you know, stories and whatever. Maybe do a Threads about it. I'm never going on Threads. Hi, guys. If you ever see Hate Watch, Great Watch on Threads, I'm in trouble. Send help. Yeah. If I'm on Threads, send help.
1: I've heard it's not good.
0: No, it's just a billionaire ruined Twitter. Uh So now another billionaire made Diet Doctor Twitter, and Mm -hmm. I don't fucking want it.
1: Oh, and they keep acting like they're going to fight, but that they're not going to (laughs)
0: fight. No, they're gonna suck each other off on a bed of all fucking money they didn't earn. Allison made me a second drink, which might have been a mistake because I've almost finished it. And now I feel like talking about billionaires. Here's my thing with billionaires: they shouldn't exist. Now I'm not saying kill them,
1: but I'm not. I'm not not saying saying kill (laughs)
0: them, but there should be a salary cap for humans. Every every so often, the fucking you know some sports league wants to put a salary cap on players because if they have to pay the players more, I get less money. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, Which is weird. It's weird that, like, you're like, I don't want to pay them too much. I want to get me paid more. That should immediately get you kicked off the top of a very tall building. But I digress. Yeah, there should be a a salary cap on people. The instant you, you know, the ticker rolls over, the mileage rolls over to a billion, anything above there just automatically gets put back in, uh, you know, the country or world, you know, however we want to... You don't get to pick. Everybody else gets to pick. Poor people get to pick where the money goes. You don't get to pick. We should do... I know we're never gonna. This is pie-in-the-sky stuff, like, perfect utopian shit, but we should do away with fucking offshore accounts and all that fucking garbage where you're like, oh, I'll just hide my money there, some fucking whatever, and I can just, you know, withdraw it in six months, and then it's my money again. It's like, nope, because when you do that, it stops being your money, and it becomes the people's money. I understand that this is gonna piss off a lot of people who are afraid of, like, socialism, but those people are gonna die as poor as the rest of us. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know why people vote against their own self-interest. Um, I'm not saying everybody has to share every nickel and dime they make, but nobody needs a billion dollars. Nobody does. Nobody needs a billion dollars. Nobody needs like multiple fucking houses that they spend 3 months of a year in. Like you you want a summer home? Sure, but that should be a timeshare that other people get to spend time in. There shouldn't be a house that's empty 9 months of the year so you can summer there. Like, it's like, oh, because there are homeless people that could use that, like, home or... We don't
1: even have a shortage of homes. That's the other thing. No, we don't.
0: It's not like there's... No, no. No, we don't. We definitely don't. That's why so many cities are adopting the, like, hey, nobody's in this building? Let's put homeless people in it. Let's let them live there so that they don't die on the fucking street and they have a chance to, like, try to get their fucking feet back under them. What a novel idea. I just... No billionaires. Down with billionaires. I literally swear to God. I swear to... God, the devil, all the gods, all the devils, everybody and nobody and nothing and everything. If I ever make a billion dollars, I will turn I will stop me. Ma- I'll be like, "Oh, all money I make over whatever 999 it just becomes the people's money." Like yeah. I cuz I don't fucking need it. Mm-hmm. I need enough money to like buy a home, have a comfortable nest egg in case like, you know, my shitty body ever gives out and I need to go to the hospital. Right. And I need to be able to pay for my ever-increasing Blu-ray physical media addiction, which is, yeah. inc- it's not inconsiderable, but it's not billions of dollars.
1: No, also you shop yeah. secondhand and stuff. stuff. Yeah. If I
0: had nine hundred and ninety-nine, you know, $999,999,999, mm-hmm. nobody would know, because I would be exactly the same. <laughs> They'd be like, why are you wearing shorts that have paint on them? Yeah. <laughs> And dirty ass sneakers. And I'm like, the sneakers are still good. I don't care that they're dirty. They're still comfortable.
1: Yeah. Uh, You'd probably quit your job just so that you could have more time to make art.
0: Yeah. I probably At this point, I probably would. I used Mm -hmm. to say that if I did, I would probably still keep a job just because it gave me structure. But I've now learned how to structure my own life enough that I don't need structure. Yeah. I I hold myself responsible enough that I don't need outside structure anymore. So, yeah, I probably would quit my job. And then I would just, like, make more shit and imbibe of more... Well, definitely hallucinogens, but that's not where I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> more films and yeah, entertainments, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I would take in more, you know, stimuli from outside that mm-hmm. I don't have time for, because I have to be at a place, you know, several hours a week. Right. Yeah, it'd be great, but nobody would ever see me on the street and be like, that guy's got $999,999,999. Yeah,
1: you're not walking around with, like, fancy watches or
0: nope. I'm never buying a shirt from Supreme or Armani Exchange. I'll tell you that for nothing. Supreme
1: is a shirt company.
0: <laughs> Supreme is a lifestyle brand, Allison. They put that red square with the white word in it on anything. Okay. But it's expensive clothes. That's where they started. Yeah, they're like a streetwear brand.
1: Oh. I had no idea. Yep. I think I kind of thought that it was like Hello Kitty. All right.
0: Movie. Yeah. Uh, I like May in the what I refer to in my notes as her werewolf bedroom.
1: Oh, yeah. It's after they... they
0: take everything mm-hmm. out except her bed, which yeah. is, like, in the middle of the room, away from the walls, but, like, also she's been turning to the panda, and the panda has claws, so, like, everything has, like, scratches and shit in it. Yeah,
1: scratches and, like, panda
0: footprints. Paw Yeah. Prince, yeah. Uh, It's just funny that uh, I was like, oh, it's like full on werewolf imagery. Like, yeah, her mom is like, this is just so nothing else gets damaged.
1: But also, let me tell you about PMS. It's gotten better as I've gotten older. But like, I definitely went through phases as a teenager where like, I would think I was going crazy because of, yeah, mood swings and and stuff and where I felt like very out of control and like saying or doing stuff that wasn't me. And then I'd get my period and I'd go, oh, well, that explains the last two days not everybody and not all the time but it is definitely a real symptom that some people experience and stuff and that was something else that like i definitely remember feeling like that at that age sure you know i was like feral
0: <laughs> sure i like uh, you know so they're the, the her parents want to keep her at home until next month and may you know her, her friends show up mm-hmm. they realize like they're like we just want we came by to tell you like four towns coming and she, like, throws the curtains open, which she had been holding shut. And she's yeah. like, are you serious? But she's the panda. And they're yeah. like, holy shit. And they all climb in to uh-huh. her room through the window. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. Like, don't look at me. They're like, no, this rules. Like, you're a cool. Like, also, red pandas are cute. Have we talked about this? Red pandas are very fucking cute. Yeah. They're super cute. Yeah. I don't. That's all I got to tell you. I went to the Philadelphia Zoo, when they got, like, a red panda. mm mm-hmm. Their first red panda, like, exhibit, you know? And they sold stuffed red pandas in the oh. gift shop. Yeah. And got one home, and he had a name tag I didn't realize. Like, oh. his tag had his name, and his name is Tobias.
2: Oh. So I was like, all right.
0: So that's at my mom's. <laughs> I think it's in the living room. <laughs> so, uh, but she tells her parents, like, her besties, like, calm her down by singing that, the, i never been by you side. All right, all right. You know, they all harmonize, yeah. and then she <laughs> turns back into oh. A. And um, she's like, oh, shit. She's like, cool. I can, I can control it. I can so, use this. Right. So she's like, I have had a breakthrough. I want to go back to school. It's not. It'll be fine. You know.
1: Oh, man. The tests that they give her. Is...
0: Yeah. So the first one is they show her like a photo of deforestation.
1: Yeah. They give her a series of tests. It's to... like the
0: voight Kampf test. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, it's like yeah. so funny. To make sure that like she's, yeah, even enough to go back to school.
0: It's great. Um. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. deforestation.
1: A sad orangutan.
0: <laughs> sad orangutan, which is great. Uh-huh. And then is the third thing the?
1: No, the third thing was a photo of her winning second place at oh, the spelling right. bee because yes. it wasn't first place. Right, cause it wasn't first place, <laughs> and, and
0: and she's yeah. And then the the final thing is in my notes referred to it as the Q test. Yes, because it's the same thing as they did in Arrested Development uh, season four five yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. which is a box of kittens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that they like a like break glass in case of emergency and there's just a box of kittens in it. yeah
1: so not only that but the aunties also yeah that's they, like they a, reference it where they're like yeah she even did fine with the box of kittens
0: yeah that's like a proven thing they're <laughs> yeah. like they're like show them like three things that upset them and then show them a box of kittens because uh-huh. yeah it's not just about getting angry it's not the whole
1: no yeah it is it's, it's
0: any it's any it's, extreme emotion right It's really happy, really sad, really horny. Like, notably, it's really, you know, horny, really excited. Like, it's all these things. It's like, getting jazzed that the band is coming, she turns back, I'm a panda. Like, it's anything. It's just, like, wilding out. Yeah. Which I think is, it's good, and the, the movie reinforces that numerous times and doesn't fall because we're used to the narrative of like losing control right can only be a negative thing
1: right well and it's like no you
0: can lose control in a positive way you can get too hype about something well, you can be overzealous like, and
1: it's it's a lot more i think evolved and nuanced where you're not assigning positives and negatives to emotions yeah like sad and angry feel bad but they're also like important to be able to feel yeah that's kind of what like mania is for like bipolar disorder or other things like having a manic swing can sometimes make you feel like you know you're on top of the world and you don't really need to sleep and you have all this energy and you can get all this stuff done
0: focused you're organized you feel more energized to do things and more um like active like yeah yeah
1: productive you know but you need rest so sometimes that can cause a crash and then also sometimes you're too enthused about ideas that you're not thinking of the downsides I guess is how I'm going to phrase right. that you're not thinking clearly right in those moments right. and your, yeah. your
0: roommates come home and you're like I reorganized every piece of furniture in the house alphabetically right <laughs> like, okay well the fridge is now on the yeah. third floor I
1: mean I that still makes it sound like you know crazier than it sometimes is yeah. but you know because like you know, it, can, it can just be it can be like yeah.
0: oh I, I rearranged all the furniture in the living room yeah and it's like why
1: though why though or then I mean like I've also definitely had
0: it fucked up all my feng shui.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. You're like, I've had uh, times where, like, okay, but when you did that, it disconnected the... Uh, right, now the lamp the, doesn't the, yeah, reach. Yeah, inter- well, it disconnected the internet cable, and so we have to move this back because it doesn't reach now, you right. know? Yeah, it was over in that corner for a reason. I feel like drawing attention to the fact that, yeah, overwhelming positivity can also be problematic if that's all there is, you know, if, yeah. you're, if it's not
0: moderated. Sure. I feel like I've been listing, like, stuff. Is there anything that you... Like, moments, things specifically you want to talk about?
1: I mean, I went through plot points and stuff. You know not talk um, about
0: details, anything. I, like, I like, the, I love the lighting in the, um, actually, most of the movie, but the, the, the party at Tyler's house, mm-hmm. well, when they're outside. They start off inside, and then it's very awkward, because she doesn't want to turn into the panda. And then when she does, and then it cuts away, and when it cuts back, they're outside. But the lighting in that's great. It's realistic-based lighting. It's not super stylized. Like, it's not, um, like, it's not, like, hyper-neon or anything. But, like, it has this, like... Like, the moon is out, and it has this, like, nice backlighting to them, and, and, like, the lighting throughout the whole movie is like that, where it's a little stylized, but not hyper-stylized. It's just, you know, it fits the art style super well, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of really nice, nuanced lighting.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I don't know. I watch, we've talked about it before, but I watch a lot of, like, special effects videos and things and, like, various programs learning how to, to do, like, bounce lighting and the way light picks up color when it hits things and moves on to other things and the way that looks in a 3d space i don't know that this was doing all of that like you know, the, the unreal engine yeah well is i mean like a big deal that's right also very
1: possible because it's pixar yeah so they've i think been making their own programs and stuff right
0: I for, don't for know doing
1: various things I think
0: so but I don't know
1: but I mean yeah definitely considered like one of the forefronts of you know oh yeah I mean CGI a, based animation
0: yeah it was a big deal when um Toy Story 4 came out mm-hmm. when they did like a side-by-side of a cat or a dog or whatever from Toy Story 4 versus one from Toy Story 1 and you're just like oh yeah and I remember watching Toy Story 1 and being like this looks incredible yeah like, and it did, but we've made just such huge leaps forward with animation and, and, you know, the realness you can capture even when it's highly stylized like that. Like, yeah. like particle effects of it light and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the dust mites and the way hair moves mm-hmm. and shit and all that stuff in this, even though it is cartoony and you could probably get away with more stylization to hide, like, the edges. Yeah. I think it actually looks very realistic. Like, yeah. Like, palette's a little heightened and things. Like, a lot of Toronto is very pastel. Mm-hmm. A lot of it... It, you know, I mean, if you've ever walked down a city street, you're going to get every color, you mm-hmm. know, maybe not big bright blocks, but like the signage, the, you know, people's clothing and stuff can have every color around, you know, mm-hmm. but this is all very curated so that her, the particular red orange that she is always pops yeah. in every room and every scene, every scenario. Like it's always like a, a big focal point color it doesn't get lost in stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's really smart and really well done. And it never looks like this old Art Deco-y sort of cartoon. Art Deco's the wrong thing. But, but you know, they would do, like, a, mostly a one-tone background. Like, it would all be green, mm-hmm. you know, to make this, like, thing. But it doesn't look realistic. Like, yeah. all, the cars and the buildings and the trees and everything is green. Like, different shades or whatever. But yeah. it's, to, it's to make something else pop. This never really does that. It just avoids having colors that are too similar to her hue. Yeah. But, yeah, it just, like, looks incredible. Um, yeah, the pastel. There's a lot of pastel stuff, especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. that, like, really works. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love that, like, rim lighting, like, backlight from the moon and stuff is, like, really nice. It's not super mm-hmm. high contrast and stuff. It's very soft.
1: They also do well with, like, textiles and stuff. Like, people's yeah. clothing is always very... Yeah, feels... Um,
0: and, like, watching the clothing move and stuff feels yeah. like it has weight. that yeah. feels appropriate to whatever the thing is, a sweater or a jacket. Feel, mm-hmm. They look like they have different weight to them. And yeah. I agree. I love this. This is just a very... This is a Simpsons joke, but when they're raising money... um. They have, like, either a classroom or it might be the girls' bathroom, like, cordoned off for, like it's a classroom it's a right?
1: classroom because uh, she lies and tells her parents that she joined mathletes right so they have like a whole like room transformation thing when May's mom shows up she with dumplings she yeah. does trouble
0: of dumplings yeah. so they
1: like flip the blackboard over yes. so that instead of the thermometer it's you know math equations and stuff and they yeah. post up a sign that's you know mathletes meeting today and, yeah yeah
0: it's a the quick change yes um, yeah but I like they have this room cordoned off and uh, they're you know you, you pay money you go in you hang out with the panda you get your photo taken all that kind of crap and uh, Tyler's in line and um, I th- is, Abby, it, I is think. it Abby like uh, steps steps away from the wall and there's a sign that says no Tyler's yeah <laughs> it's a Simpsons joke the yeah. no homers club yep. he's like will you let in Homer you know grub Nick and he's like "No, we said no homers. homers we can have one mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that was a good that was a good gig uh, when in the finale when May and, and her mom are fighting she's she's Telling her mom, like, I'm I'm imperfect. I'm not, you know, the perfect kid that I was trying to be, uh, mm-hmm. you know. And so she's like, I like boys. I like gyrating. I'm 13. Deal with it. Yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. like gyrating. Um, Abby yells, destroy her with your big butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mae does. She's, like, yeah. twerking at her mom, which makes her mom profoundly uncomfortable. She's like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. <laughs> like. Yeah. And that's she gets her off balance and that's how she can, you know, get the upper hand. It's great. Mm-hmm. Twerking saved the day again. It must have saved the day once before, I guess. I'm <laughs> but, giving it I'm giving twerking the benefit of the doubt.
1: Uh I think like Madahari. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's probably true. He <laughs> <You> invented it. Oh, <laughs> uh, when they go to the spirit realm at the end, when when all the aunties and, and mom and grandma and they yeah. all go back in and have you know yeah. to do the the binding or separation ritual or whatever it is may is walking through the bamboo and finds like her mom as like an awkward teen yeah and is like oh you know no it's fine like with the red hair yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah, they all have the red hair in the spirit realm and she's like no you know it's fine stop crying like it'll be all right like we'll go and i was like oh that's really sweet and really well done mm-hmm. it's not overplayed yeah you know. Oh, she I asks... think that's
1: also a really big deal of like the whole coming of age thing is like realizing that yeah. like people are people and your parents are people and that your parents everybody's... are people, but the parents
0: were also like you. Yeah. Like at some point your parents were, you know, roughly in the same boat you're in now. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're people, they're flawed. They make mistakes, you know, they're not infallible. I know that's a big realization that some people have and some people you know. Uh I do like After Everybody Goes Through the Portal in the Spirit Realm. You know, Ming goes through, and she turns around one last time. I, I mentioned this earlier, and she tries to get May to come. She's like, "No, come with me." Like, and May's like, "No, like this is my choice. I'm, I'm sticking with the panda. I'm not, I'm not getting rid of it." Mm-hmm. She, uh, yeah. May turns to. Mama, uh,
1: I don't preach. I'm gonna keep my panda.
0: panda. <laughs> <laughs> but May asks Sun Yi, "She's like, I'm not gonna regret this, am I?" And they. Uh, both turn as pandas. Like, Sun Yi turns into a panda, turns Mei into a panda, and they, like, fly into the sky. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then they Eskimo kiss for some reason.
1: Well, you know.
0: I guess that's a panda. Like, it seemed like a panda thing to do, yeah. I guess. It's not a thing, like, at any point in the movie. It has the cadence of, like, oh, this must be meaningful from earlier. Like, it feels like, ah, the Eskimo kiss, you know, like, but I was like, oh, they just never did this before. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. It's just cute. Um, Yeah, that's it. I, I, I said my favorite detail from, I think the whole movie is Ming's, I have to repair the Sky Dome thermometer. Yeah. It's just such a fun detail for me. Yeah. You, anything else?
1: Uh, The one, the one line that I really enjoy is that she's like, not sure how old Devin is when she's taking Ming to the Daisy stop. Yes. She's like, you know, oh, like some 30 year old being creepy with my daughter. And he's like, I'm 16. She's like, see? This is what happens when you don't wear sunscreen and do drugs all day, (laughs) all day. Yeah, Yeah. and like that's and embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, you picked this. This was your call. I think this is a great call. We watched this when it premiered, roughly. Yeah. Within within a week or two.
1: Yeah. Well, also because again there was all this controversy around it and you know you were like i don't think it makes any sense And then we watched it and i was like yep doesn't make any sense yeah
0: i was just like uh, i had read all the Mm -hmm. negative pre-back how can you have backlash to a thing that hasn't happened yet i don't know man negative pre-lash yeah and i was like well that seems crazy and like and uh, you know from what i'm reading it sounds wildly inaccurate Mm -hmm. and well i like pixar i was probably gonna watch it anyway but i made a point to watch it really fast because i wanted to see how what what everybody was so yeah. mad about
1: yeah i think you would agree with me ideologically on this point that i don't like to talk about or give opinions on things that i haven't like engaged in or seen yet if there's a, a movie and this so- is allison's
0: long-winded way of saying she's not really on the internet that much yeah, That's mean, a joke of the internet, sure, expense. sure, sure,
1: but yeah, but so I think it's yes, it's not everybody has that thing of like, well, let me watch it so I know what the fuck I'm talking about, and then I can give an opinion.
0: well, there's also people have a tendency to do, and i i I'm guilty of this too, yeah, of like headlineism, sure, and just reading the headline and being yeah. like, well, now I'm mad about something, and like i when I noticed that I had you know I was getting annoyed at like headlines for things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they, unless going to it would support a site I don't want to support, yeah, I would then be like, well, if I'm gonna get mad about this thing, if I saw this thing and it made me mad, I'm gonna at least look at it and make sure that I have my Life ducks in a right, row. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I didn't. But most, yeah. of, most of the time, you know, it's like, I, I have a pretty good radar for what sounds like bullshit and yeah. what doesn't.
1: And occasionally it's even worse than you thought. Yeah,
0: oh That's yeah. That's also happened. That has happened. Um,
1: as a like kid, I had a couple of experiences where I'd write something off because I thought I knew what it was about or yeah. who it was for. And then I would actually look into it. Like, so for example, did not play Tomb Raider. My dad bought me the the CD-ROM for my my PC and stuff because it had a female protagonist and I was like, "Oh, this is the thing all the boys jack off to." So fuck that. Like, I don't need this. And then I've I've since played those games and they're very good games. It's just that like she also was sort of a sex symbol. So, yeah. Um I wrote off Fast and the Furious until I actually watched them and then I was like, "Oh, this is actually quite good and I see what we're doing here." Yeah. But like, yeah, I thought it was a car movie about cars and I don't really care about cars. So yep. I didn't think I'd care about the movie, and that is not as as accurate. If somebody's good at telling a story, they can absolutely make you care about something that you don't think you care about. Yeah. You know? I give a shit about casino heists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tons of stuff like that. But will
0: that. I watch Ocean's Eleven whenever it's on TV? Yep.
1: That's, I think, the the thing here. Yep. of like If I'm going to have an opinion about this thing that everybody's got opinions about it, let me do my research. Let me, let me like actually go experience th- this thing first. And then I can talk about it without talking out of my ass. And I don't think everybody has that instinct.
0: <laughs> no. And like it, it's, there's this underlying hum that's very depressing, mm-hmm. which is just that like, we do literally have all this information on our fingertips at all times. And yet people refuse to actually engage with this wealth of knowledge that we have. Yeah. And people just get mad about a thing they half understand when they could for five minutes of their time actually take the time to get a better grasp on it. And you can, then you can be mad. But then at least you know what the fuck you're talking about and you're not just throwing fucking Tinder on the fire. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just crazy to me how easy it is for people to do that mm-hmm. and how nobody sees that as a problem or maybe don't even notice that it's happening. It's nuts.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, yeah. I think this is a great watch. I enjoy it every time I've seen it, which, I mean, I guess it's twice now. Is it three times? But, yeah, you know, yeah, I think it's very well made. I think it's got a lot of heart to it. Um, I think that the animation is very lovely. I think the characters are a lot of fun. I think the songs are a lot of fun. Like, it is, you know, a fun movie. So Yeah, it
0: has, again, it has a little extra emotional, like, heft to it. uh, Because it's actually about something. And it's, you know, contained. It's self-contained. It's got a runtime. Hour 40 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. But it has a very similar vibe, we mentioned it a few times with Bob's burgers. Like it has a very like fun, inclusiveness to it. Yeah. Which I I really I really enjoy. Also, nobody gets super mad when they make Teen Wolf. Yeah. Teen Wolf is also about, you know, the exact same thing. Yeah. Except it's like it's cool boy stuff, like angry and horny.
1: Yeah, and he uses the wolf to do good basketballs.
0: Or whatever. I mean, (laughs) okay, this is the thing here. I have never watched the TV show.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I'm only talking about the movie.
0: (laughs) Right, I've seen both the movies. And I've technically seen the third movie, which was Teen Witch. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to be a... Oh,
1: it was supposed to be part of a series. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yes. Yeah.
0: They did Teen Wolf, and they did Teen Wolf 2, and those movies make no sense when put next to each other. But they were like, okay, we should expand. Into, like, a whole teen... I
1: mean, Gremlins and Gremlins 2 don't necessarily track all that well either.
0: <laughs> perfectly track? Perfectly track. But Teen Witch was supposed to be a shared universe mm-hmm. back before that was, like, a thing. They were like, oh, we'll do a Teen Wolf, but for girls.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know the whole story, but, like, it lost, like, funding and momentum and, like, oh, okay. all that. And... So
1: they couldn't do Unwed Teenage Mummy?
0: I think it... I Honestly, I think it had something to do with Teen Wolf 2, like... Trouble on set, or maybe it had already come out and the box office wasn't good enough, and so they took some of the budget away from Teen Witch. Like, oh, we're not going to dump as much into this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there was supposed to be some connection there to the Teen Wolf universe. I would see. And, yeah, theoretically, had Teen Wolf 2 and Teen Witch mm-hmm. both been, like, you know, dynamite uh, successes, mm-hmm. yeah, we probably would have gotten Teen Mummy, which probably would have been Hunter's favorite fucking movie <laughs> of all time. A cool teenager who turns into a mummy, I guess, some of the time, or at night, or whatever, or secretly a mummy. How do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll write it, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Teen Dracula. Well, that was Twilight. Yeah,
0: That sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's fine.
1: Because we keep making movies out of people's fucking fan fiction.
0: (laughs) That's also fine. It's just got to be good fan fiction. You can make make a movie out of fan fiction, because some fan fiction is good. Twilight's not it, though. Mm-hmm. Twilight's not well written I don't think that's a controversial opinion I think mm-hmm. that's like a fact that people who even even the people who like it go like yeah it's not well written
2: mm-hmm.
0: but like the movies are of the ones I've seen I've seen three of five they are on the scale from bad to dead ass boring <laughs> so not a great scale but to be fair I have not seen the last two which I heard are wild the <laughs> vampires play baseball in the first one don't tell me it gets crazy I know it gets crazy it started crazy
1: that's okay yeah. that
0: is the highlight though yeah Vampires are like the weather's perfect for us to play baseball. It's as overcast as it always is, but there's thunder, which we can use to mask the sound of us fucking nailing these fucking what are what are baseballs called? Dingers. No, like <laughs> they call footballs like pigskins. Oh. But yeah, they're just like, they're hitting these fucking home runs so hard that it sounds like thunder, Mm -hmm. so they couldn't possibly do it any other time unless there's intermittent thunder to begin with. It's the craziest, so specific set of circumstances. It's like, also, shouldn't the base, shouldn't the diamond have been, like, huge-
1: I have no idea, like, dude. Again,
0: they're socking dingers for, like, miles. They're hitting them so hard that it sounds like thunder, but you're running on a regulation-sized diamond? Like, that's nothing for you. You're a vampire. You move at super speed. It should be, like, three counties wide. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what are, you, what are you, flexing? You're flexing? Look how good I am at this. That's like if I went to, like... This actually is a terrible... This is a terrible... If you went
1: to example. mini-golf and act like it was the PGA Tour. No,
0: it's it's like if... Who's a good basketballman?
1: Oh, God, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I know, like Shaq, who I got the icy hot lidocaine patches from because he's old now, so that's the kind of stuff he hawks.
0: <laughs> uh, Shaq will put his name on anything.
1: Anyway. Yeah.
0: I'm still mad about shakaroni. Mm-hmm. You can't call it shakaroni if it's not made from Shaq. That is my. <laughs> I will die on this hill. Uh-huh. You call it pepperoni by Shaq. Yeah. You don't call it shakaroni. I want to eat shackaroni, and if I just get some regular ass fucking pepperoni that was like thumbsed up by Shack, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. But if I taste the Shack, I'll be happy.
1: Thank you for joining us. On Hunter wants to eat people.
0: <laughs> I'm a foodie.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm food.
0: Yeah, I gotta cut that out. That sounds <laughs> sexual.
1: I'm about to go cannibalistic
0: that definitely sounds like a fucking some zinger in like mortal Kombat. well yeah thanks for listening did we both say it was a great watch i think we both did
1: i don't remember you should take it again just in case for coverage
0: yeah for coverage in case i didn't specify this this is definitely a great watch i really enjoy everything about this movie i have no no qualms with it it's really cute my only problems with the movie are the, the stupid negative reactions that they garnered for no reason. And, you know, that's not the movie's fault. Um, yeah. yeah I think the movie's really good. I really like these characters. Yeah. I don't want a sequel because a sequel implies, like, sequel problems where, like, you have to raise the stakes in some fashion. That's, like, I don't want that. I, mm-hmm. I would just like, like, a series where it's just, like, May and her friends hanging out and she's the panda and there's no... Sequelitis, like, like it's not like I've lost control of the panda or none of that shit. It's just like, how does she use like being the panda in everyday life to solve like normal fucking teenage shit? Yeah, that's what I want. I want low stakes, no life or death shit. I don't need another kaiju thing. Like that was fun. Save that for the movie, but the series should be fucking low budge. Everybody hanging out, being cool. It's like Cheers, except it's four teenage <laughs> girls. In Canada, one of whom turns into a big red panda. I don't think that's too much to ask.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It would be a cute, fun time. Yeah. So, so. thank you, Allison, for recommending this again. Mm-hmm. Thank suggesting you it for
1: and... agreeing to talk about this with me.
0: That yeah, was great. No skin off Shaq's knee.
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: But yeah, no, uh, this was a blast. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if this was your first time listening to Hey Watch, Great Watch, I hope you enjoyed it.
1: Sometimes we have guests.
0: Yeah. Tune in again in two weeks. We'll have a guest. Yeah. Or you can listen to our back catalog, which is quite a deep bench.
1: Yeah. We cover a lot of stuff.
0: Yep. we been doing this for a disparate. while, and we're not any better at it, but that's part of the charm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you can find our link tree, which is e slash hwgw. And that's where to find our social media stuff. That's where to get the current episode. It's where to stream uh, the movies that We're currently talking about there's all kinds of other stuff there. You can support the Movie John Patreon, which is our home base. You can find Tina, who's a frequent guest and occasional co host, find her link tree on our link tree. You can find um, our appearances on other podcasts whenever that happens, and eh, all kinds of other stuff. If
1: we're with guests and they have cool things that they do, sometimes we drop links,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of our like, especially our recurring guests, links will be on our link tree. and. Eventually there'll be more fun stuff. I just keep trying to figure out what to do with the link tree. It's I it's know. fun. I just don't know how to use it properly. That's fine. Figuring it out, but yeah. Uh, and you can get new episodes from us every other Wednesday. That's every, every other Wednesday, Wednesday on MovieJohn dot com. Uh, and please consider supporting the MovieJohn Patreon. That's Patreon dot com slash movie J A W N John. Um, yeah, as we said, that's our that's our home base. That's where we host out of. Uh, we write for there. Uh, We hang out with them. They're pretty cool, pretty dope. It's fun. It's cool. Kids love it. (laughs) It's very hip. If you're going through a midlife crisis, this will make you look young. Um...
1: Yeah, that's who we're targeting.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Movie John is basically like the boy band of writing about movies from Philadelphia.
1: Yeah. There's the cute one. Right. And then there's the old one.
0: There's the old one. There's the spooky one. There's the tall one. Um, there's the one that had, uh, uh, surgically repaired feet.
1: Yeah. There's one that did, uh, karate.
0: There's, oh yeah, the karate one. Yeah. Then there's a Taekwondo one. There's a jujitsu one.
1: Yeah. Uh, Don't mix them up.
0: Then there's, no. Then there's the two jitsu one, which is like the second one that did jujitsu. Then there's, uh, did I say the tall one?
1: There's two people with the same name, so they have to be identified with the last letter of their name. They have, uh, the sports one. They have the bad boy.
0: This is the pointy one? Yeah. All right. On that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: <laughs> nice. on the flip side oh,
0: as a kid there is a lot of jack in it
1: oh yep
0: you could be doing that Yep. that'll fill a lot of time yep provided your parents aren't you know mm-hmm. super christian and are like your genitals don't touch them don't think about them yeah you shouldn't be doing this don't you know your 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 great 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 grandpa could see you like <laughs> yeah abraham lincoln is watching right now <laughs> or whatever <laughs> This has been a Movie John podcast.